Star Wars podcast is back up and running. We got Matt, we got Damon. Matt, it is. It's been a bit. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Lots changed since the last time we did a, an episode. Has it ever? I'm trying to think of the last time. Was it June last year? It would have been. I don't last even think sure. Kenobi came out yet. No, Kenobi wasn't out no. yet. I was just yeah. in the midst of like trying to sell my house, mm-hmm. and yeah. you were like right at the end of being in in Halifax. Yeah, I uh, I gotten engaged and. Was preparing right. to get married and move out of Halifax to Vancouver, where I am now. It's been like so. It's been a very it's busy been like ten uh, months. No, yeah, uh, a little, little less, like eight months. Just just over eight months, mm-hmm. and there's been a ton of change. A uh, ton of change from a Star Wars perspective. Also, a ton of change, which we'll get into. But before we do that, let's just catch up a little bit. Um, where where are you now? Because last time you were in Halifax, now you're not. Yeah, I'm in North Vancouver now. So I've been here since August. I got married in July. Um, and I've been teaching out here, subbing in the, the North Van School District. It's been pretty sweet. How is the... I remember the last time we talked about your subbing situation out in Halifax. It was kind of like... Uh, um, I don't want to say like inner city kind of uh, some schools were like that yeah so what's yeah. that situation for you now um i haven't really found a school like that here yet okay. i'm in north van so it's quite uh a nice it's a little bit on the posher side i suppose <laughs> coruscant um, style it's upper uh, coruscant yeah no school here i would say is like an inner city school I went to a really difficult school, um, but even then, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have called it an inner city school. It's just it's not like Bit of a there's switch. no gangs, there's no like violence. Um, you know, there's lots of funding. Everything's clean and taken care of. Everybody's got resources. Like it's a, it's actually a very well run school district so far so that i've been able to see so if you're That's listening crazy. there i can get a job that'd be great yeah no kidding um but yeah no so i've just been going around subbing in all the different schools in the area seeing which ones i like seeing which ones i don't like and uh yeah hopefully uh after this and learning the curriculum yep. so once i've kind of figured out all that stuff i'm going to start applying for a full time has get, there like a permanent school has there been much change as far as curriculum goes? Like, are you teaching the same 
Uh, Same it's very, yeah, I'm still doing elementary, but I get to teach high school sometimes. And it's awesome when I get to sub in a high school class. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's all done with, with like Microsoft teams. So yep. I don't know if you're familiar with the program, but yep, yep. like teachers in high school will just set up work for the students to do in Microsoft teams. They've all got accounts and they've all got cell phones. So they just log into their team's account and their cell phones in class and they do their work there. And so basically there's... I have to show up and uh, take attendance and maybe I show them a video or something about what they're learning about. And then the teacher just puts all the work in there. So I'm sure they've got like links to things they can read on their phone and, and like they submit documents and stuff that are answer questionnaires or something through teams. And that's how the, the teacher knows that they have shown up and done their work while they're away. So is there no, like, is this in class learning or is it still? Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah. everything is just done on teams. Well, not everything, just when I'm subbing. Oh, okay. Okay. Just when I'm subbing. And oh, so, for the like, teachers, I've, I guess. Yeah. Ah, okay. I right? see. Right. So, sense, like, I'm actually. not I'm not teaching a lesson for them. I'm not qualified to teach high school, right? right? Um, so, which is clear because I've taught a sewing class for an entire day. <laughs> so, like, you know, the last time I ever touched a sewing machine was for some project I did when I was 16, and I never touched yeah. them before that. I got my mom to help me sew something. Um, and then I got to teach it, right? <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. If, uh, you know, That's if you, like, you know, I basically tell the class, like, I heard you guys learned about sewing machines yesterday and you get to use them today. So like yesterday was like the first day that they got to use them. And then today is like the day that they get to use them and there's no teacher there to help them. And I don't know what I'm doing. So actually it went pretty good. Um, you know, I just say, well, you know, if you don't know what to do, then maybe ask the student in the class who looks like they know what they're doing because this is not my area of expertise <laughs> and I won't be able to help you. I so, so, so yeah, in junior high. How do you yeah. make that? I don't know. It's a totally different world than what it was 25 yeah. years ago. Yeah, That's... I've taught, yeah, I've taught metalworking and auto shop. So, like, I can't, the students aren't allowed to use power. Right. in that class right if because i'm not a, a licensed or certified shop teacher um what else i've taught all sorts of stuff taught french uh french i actually taught when i was in high school so there's like i you know grew up in ottawa so and it was in french immersion so i've been in french since like you know five to 18 or 19 years old and 18 years old and so like I can speak French quite well. Like Ottawa's got a pretty good French population. Absolutely. Right. You come out here and they're teaching French and I'm like, wow, you guys suck at French. <laughs> like I can tell that it's just like a bunch of English speakers who all went and learned French and then taught other English speakers how to speak French. So you know what uh, I mean? Yeah. So like there's, there's just like this, it's not, I don't know. Like people can't roll their R's and, you know, you can just tell by the way it's spoken. It's very, sounds very lazy French. It's uh, kind of, it's picking up an app on your phone and, and trying to learn. Yeah. It's like that kind of that. stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like being in Ottawa <laughs> and having access to tons of French around me all the time, like I got to, I actually pretty good speaking French. Like when I went to Paris, like I don't even know how long ago now. Uh, in 2018 i think five years ago holy shit but like you know after three days i was thinking in french again i was walking down the street yeah. um, which you know i hadn't done since i was in school 
uh, in, in grade school. Um, and, you know, they were all like, oh, wow, your French is so good. Where are you from? Are you Russian? Like, they just, they asked me Russian. That was the most, that was the yeah, most common weird... for like, why is my French so good? Are you Russian? Um, but I'm like, nope. Uh, I'm from Canada. And they were all really surprised. And like, wow, your French is actually very good. <laughs> so that, and yeah, they were that's, surprised. That's impressive too, because like French Canadian, as opposed to France French is, it's, it's different like it's yeah. like a lesser i don't want to say it's a lesser form but it almost is a lesser it's, form of what the france yeah, french is right france french is like a little bit more elegant maybe yeah elegant yeah. sounding yeah um so and like when i was growing up i got both right i got oh, france, okay. france french and quebec french right because there's not a lot of french canadian media no so you would have to watch french french um media too that right so sense. i I learned it learned it both ways so I could I have a bit of a maybe both an accent of both on some stuff maybe there you go um yeah on my end just we we moved last summer into a new place uh same same city just needed a house that was gonna hold us and our four kids and now we're in it and built an outdoor rink for the winter time oh, nice. kids skated on it four times. <laughs> uh but it was it was a lot of fun this winter has been crazy as far as like the like i've heard people complaining about how cold it was and i'm like this has been one of the more mild winters in southern manitoba that we've had we just Mm -hmm. i like a couple like right now it's plus one which is cooler but three days ago we had a crazy ass blizzard Mm -hmm. where we've got just a shit ton of snow again we like monday it's supposed to be plus 15 well, and it's just like we've we've gone through three seasons of Manitoba in the span of like six days, and I love it because I can't wait for can't wait for Monday in shorts and flip flops wandering mm-hmm. around while everybody's sitting there still shoveling out snow. But uh, yeah, it's it's nice. We're we're looking forward to the summer season. We want to get out and fish and and do all that kind of fun stuff. I I would imagine. Like, do you do you fish at all? Not really. No. Oh, you're in a you're in a real good area for it too. I would love to fish maybe. in BC. I guess maybe the ocean would be fun. That, but like the salmon fishing up there. Oh, yeah, you could do but that. That's just me. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. um, Star Wars celebrations was this weekend. It's I, I don't know how much you've looked up on it. As There's a lot of stuff. There is. This I is was, like all the Star Wars news that we're going to need for the next year, it seems. And we haven't even, like, we, we were in the, when we finished off last summer, I think we were in the middle of, um, were we doing the Visions series review? Uh, we might have still been doing Bad Batch. Might, I don't have Bad Batch in my old, in my stuff. I don't remember where we were. I do yeah. have Visions. The visions for notes. I do have visions for notes. Okay, maybe uh, that was and it. then we said we were going to do Mando season three episodes one and two to kick mm-hmm. off coming back on the pod. But um, celebrations this weekend in Europe has mm-hmm. been absolutely insane for the stuff that they've dropped. And I don't like how much have you read up on it outside of the the prep? Uh if you've had a chance, a little bit. I, I mean... am. So excited for some of the mm-hmm. stuff that they've dropped. Yeah. I mean, they dropped a lot, which I'm happy about. Yes. 
Like I, I would consider getting a Disney Plus membership again. Oh, oh. Right? and I remember when you were like, "No, no, no, I don't need this." But this is kind of what I what I'm paying, what I yes. wanted, expected the first point, right? Like I want this kind of content. I want to be able to watch, you know, one Star Wars episode of something, probably once a week. I don't think that's asking for a lot. And that's okay. Um, so one of the questions and, that I was going to ask that ties into that perfectly is we've got right now we've got Mando and Bad Batch just finished up. Mm-hmm. How'd you feel about two Star Wars? I don't think entities? they should do that. You think it's too much? I don't think it's too much, but I mean now well, like once you're kind of switching shifts, eh? Yeah, and then once Mando's done, it's kind of like okay, well then there's nothing for a while. Yeah. Not until so, August. Yeah. So I mean they could have how many episodes did they Chris they play it simultaneously? Like five? Um five weeks? That's no, an it would have been, five been eight or whatever eight? episode of uh, Mando that we're on. I think we're on episode, or is there only or eight is there, is there six? Maybe six. Maybe last week was like the last, was the uh, season yes. finale of the Bad Batch. Yeah, so six um, episodes. Well, or yeah, maybe it was that, five, but whatever. We could have had an extra month and a half stretch in then. And that's the thing so, that we've talked about before, too, is like there's got to be, like, we should be having at least, and you mentioned this, at least an episode a week all year round we don't why have yeah. a gap even if it's something like tales of the jedi yes. i don't care like they can just be tiny little anthology stories or whatever or one-offs like that's still cool like just build the star wars universe i think that's really would be wonder, really cool i wonder how um, scared disney is of i'm gonna use the walking dead as an example, because like Walking Dead just, I think they just finished up. I paid zero attention after season three. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how much I watched. I watched until they got to like the prison, the crazy guy with the bat, Negan or something. Oh, okay, Negan? so that would have been like six, Negan? season six, something like that, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch after that though. I, I they killed like I thought... Jin or whatever. They killed the Glenn, Glenn. That's yeah. it. I watched, I thought season one of the, and we're totally off topic. Season one, (laughs) I thought was some of the best television I'd ever seen. Yeah, it was good. It was so good. Season two, it started dipping. Season three was even worse. Season four made no sense. Like, I was just like, this is terrible writing. Mm -hmm. And then they, like, they they had half seasons where Mm -hmm. they would show half the season and have like a three month pause. Mm-hmm. And then, and I'm sitting there going like, why any yeah. momentum that you've built up with your storytelling, which I mean, after season three was me, but mm-hmm. like you, you've completely, but like the flash does that. Mm-hmm. There's like weird half seasons. I don't get it. I wonder if Disney is afraid that if they, let's say they have Obi-Wan Kenobi, which started like last year, but let's say it starts in January. And you run mm-hmm. you you run your whatever ten episodes of Obi Wan or eight, and then you start the Bad Batch, and you have sixteen episodes of that afterwards, and then you start Mando, and you have uh, what is it nine episodes, whatever the count is. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're afraid that it's Star Wars fatigue. Possible, but but to I me, mean like that's. If I was going to get Star Wars fatigue, like, isn't, I don't know. It's got to be bad storytelling 
and it's got to be the same story. Yeah, that's I guess where so. I would get fatigued. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not getting fatigued if I'm watching Obi Wan. No, oh, it's Obi Wan, and then Bad Batch comes on. It's a totally different time frame in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Okay, great. And then Mando is set in a totally like it's different stories that while can be connected, aren't because of the time. So yeah, I'm I... not getting fatigued in that sense. At least that's me anyway. No, and I think I'm on board with you on that too. Like I, I wouldn't be getting fatigued if it was just like the same thing all day, every day, then for sure. Yeah, I would yes. get burned out, right? But yeah, because they have such a diverse range of things. Oh. And like, I guess if I'm going to bring it back so we get on topic, uh, the timeline that they yes. revealed right so like all the different eras of star wars now That's they got like exciting. nine or ten eras i don't even know how many they have and well, so they, <laughs> they can they can explore like one era a month or something you know but and like i wouldn't get tired said, of it there's so much yeah exactly and even with that you can have good nature not that's the wrong word but like like take andor for example, mm. which I like, did you end up finishing Andor? Oh, Andor was awesome. Fantastic show. Yeah. And it was completely different than anything we've seen Star Wars related, right? There mm-hmm. was no lightsabers outside mm-hmm. of um, the ship <laughs> having the two, I guess, lightsaber edges that slice through the, uh, like, it was mm-hmm. cool. But mm-hmm. like, there was, there was no force related I guess there was with kyber crystals, but but still Jedi yeah. or Sith, right? Force so, powers. Yeah, it was it was yeah. different than what we saw with Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Kenobi is different than what we're seeing with Mando. Mm-hmm. It's there's that difference. And you're right, the time frame is such a big thing. But you could also have like say you've got your your Andor playing after Andor, switch to an animated show like Tales of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a different feel, it's a different show. Like mm-hmm. to me, yeah, it's all Star Wars, but we're hardcore Star Wars fans, mm-hmm. and so seeing it, I even can differentiate that it's a totally different show. So I I agree, just pump it out. Yeah, like not they, all at the same time, but like no, well oh. one one thing at a time, right? And then once that's done, have something start up the next week. Yes, and then once that's done, have something start up the next week, and so yeah, it would be I don't know. That would be what I would like to see. I think so and, too. And yeah, because of all these timelines that they have now, these different eras, oh, it's boy. easy. And they can even just do different styles. Like if they're like, okay, well, we don't want to spend all the money on having a live action show. Well, then you just do some animated ones. Yep. Right? You don't have to use even the most expensive technology for animating it either. It could be cheap technology just to, you know. That you've already developed with. Yeah, with exactly. Something Clone else. Clone Wars, Bad Batch. Even, like, I didn't mind. Or I know a lot of Andron people. anime stuff. Yeah. Like, Letfix does a lot of that stuff. Yes. And surprisingly, they're pretty good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they can easily vary it up enough that you wouldn't get fatigue. There's enough potential for that. Yeah, oh, more the variability, enough. the variability yes. that, you know, won't lead to fatigue. So and it looks like they are have some semblance of almost doing that. You know, they're getting close. So we're hoping, right? Like so we've yeah. had, we've had, I would say the last three years, while we've had some exciting things, it's been tough sledding. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah, we can, 
Yeah. Obi Wan was. I was so stoked to see it. I was so excited. And and while I loved the series, I can recognize that there was some stuff that was a little off on it. Yeah. Um. But Obi Wan's my favorite, so I, mm-hmm. I I can love it for what it was. I thought the Vader Obi Wan fight was incredible. We'll get to that when we break down the series a little bit mm-hmm. later on. Mm-hmm. But but Andor was so awesome, and it was so different, and it was. I don't. I don't it know. Was it great. was great. Yeah, it was like, just good, it, and it told like a, a much like more gritty reality of, of normal like in people. The yeah. yeah, the normal people in the rebellion, right? And what they did, and what they sacrificed, and what they exactly. Oh, yeah. it was good. And then like, and even with Mando, like this season three of Mando, I, I will once we and that's gonna. I think that's where we're gonna start when we start reviewing shows mm-hmm. is Mando because it's here and. I gotta be honest with you. The first episode, I was like, "Ugh, yeah." It was slow. Yeah, it's it, a little it clunky. Did, it was clunky. Yeah, that's the best yeah. word to use for it. I just, but then the second episode, I was like, "Here we go." Now I'm yeah. all in. Yeah, it, was, it felt like Star Wars. It looked like Star Wars. Yeah, and it was fun. That's mm-hmm. that's what it. And and the season's gone on. There's been some hits. There's been some misses. You know what I'm starting to fine. think Mando's problem is. Is all these like guest directors? They need one person with like a unified vision. They can, yeah, because I mean, I think there is a vision, and something I, I, came there out is of a vision. There is yeah. definitely a vision. I, like, I will say that there is, but I mean, more like, like the way that you see Mando, right? Like, I, it's yes, kind of cool that they're looking at it differently. Yeah, they're showing all these different sides of Mando, and I don't feel like they all jive. Yeah, I can see that. Somehow. You know, they're... So, yeah. I mean, some of the episodes have been really cool, like, but other ones have just... I don't know. It seems strange. It's it's not to say that I haven't not liked them. I actually have really liked Mando's season so far. I thought it's been awesome. It's given me, like, everything I've wanted. Yeah. Uh, but it, it maybe it's it has been a little bit too campy. There's like, been a lot of fan service. Yeah, which, maybe a little, which I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. But I think when it comes to the Mandalorian, and and they they said this at celebrations um, that I thought was interesting. Mando is no longer like Mando and Grogu. That's not the main storyline anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're not the main characters. They are yeah. a part of that group of main yeah. characters, like Bo Katan. Is now in there as a main mm-hmm. character. Um, the the armorer is now in there as a main character. I guess was Paz Vizla. Yeah, like he's kind of in there. Grief Karga is kind of in there, and they're splitting off. And I think the Mandalorian TV show is now what it kind of was originally supposed to be, but we looked at it as the Mandalorian Din Djarin is the main character. Mm-hmm. Now it's the Mandalorians. Yeah. They should throw an S at the end of the show now. Right? Pretty they, much. Yeah. Because now it's become, and, and for us, we speculated about that with like after season one and season two, right? Like, Oh, okay. They're, they're actually going to Mando or Mandalore mm-hmm. and they're, they're looking into the history now. Great. Let's do mm-hmm. this. So, yeah. And that's what I've really been liking about the show so far is they've really been, digging into that mandalorian culture um yeah it's been it's been good um 
Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of hate on some of the episodes. I think the most recent one was the one with Lizzo and Jack Black. But personally, I loved <laughs> that episode. I, I haven't seen that hilarious. one yet. I was I was going to watch it last night, but I didn't get a chance to. So okay. I, that's well, I'm going to watch. I that thought it was. Seen the, the I thought it was great. It. I I don't. And yeah, there's a Christopher Lloyd, whatever Doc. Yes, yes Doc Emmett Brown. It. Uh, Doc Brown. Yeah, he's um, yeah, he's in it. And and you know what? They're kind of maybe a little bit distracting the cameos, but I like them. Okay. So so I'm like, they, you're kind of like, because I wasn't expecting it, right? Like I I actually don't read up a lot about episodes before I watch them. I try and watch them before I see anything about them yes. on like my Reddit feed or my YouTube feed or whatever, right? So, um, well, even like trying going the fresh. Zeb, the Zeb cameo in yeah. the prior episode. Yeah, I thought they did that perfect. Yeah, that was perfect. That was great. Like, I was like, is that, there, is that kind of made sense? Yeah, sounded like him. Didn't yeah. he didn't say Zeb, but we know yeah. it is Zeb. He's wearing yeah the, the voice. Once yeah, they had the, the voice, and he's wearing yeah. like the Phoenix patch on his on his shirt. Mm-hmm. I was like that right there is perfect but it also sets up of course looking ahead to ahsoka show yeah it does this crew is still there after uh empire which Mm -hmm. is or not empire after uh, return of the jedi yeah the rebels all survived yeah Yeah. except for of course daddy canaan yeah sad Mm -hmm. but yeah like it's I, I love what they're doing with the mando and i i and when it comes to celebrations this weekend and some of the things that they've announced, I can't. We're gonna go through this now. Mm-hmm. So let's. Do we want to do the movie stuff first, or leave that for last? I let's go shows and movies. Okay, I think. Okay, because like yeah. the movies to me are like the big bangers. Yeah. Okay, so there's, there's yeah, there's a lot. So mm-hmm. we've got we've got Andor season two releasing next summer. Yeah. Which makes sense because Andor was this year. Was it? This it was year? last year. Was it last? It, it was, was in between. It came, it came and it came into twenty twenty three. No, I don't think so. Really? I think Andor was on when we were wrapping up. Oh, maybe when we last right. did our show. I think you're right. Okay, it's that's, been a while. It's been a while for the show, and like, yeah, but Andor was so good. Anyway, it so Andor so season two is coming next year, mm-hmm. which I'm good with because Ahsoka. Is the big show for mm-hmm. this year? Yeah, um, I would say Ahsoka is maybe more important to the Star Wars universe than anything we've seen so far as TV shows go. Uh yeah, probably. The, the reason it... why I say that is because of Thrawn, mm-hmm. who is confirmed, mm-hmm. and because if you look at the Ahsoka logo or whatever the poster that they've got it's world between worlds back there mm-hmm. and if the, if they're pushing that how how huge is that for the future for star wars not only because of the ahsoka show but like moving forward other entities within star wars that could be changed mm-hmm. and we've we've talked about this in previous pods so that to me is the most exciting thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I think it will be um, because, well, there's going to be a movie coming out that's going to unite these, uh, whatever this era of Mando and Ahsoka is, like the Dave um, Filoni movie. What is what is this? Is this like the the New Republic era? 
this is New Republic era leading okay. into so I think I this guess, is gonna yeah um, the the New Jedi Order era yeah or whatever sort of maybe yeah I can't remember the list <laughs> Luke of all never the got eras it off now. and running <laughs> I can't remember the list of all the eras now yeah um, but yeah so like it'll be um like the important because well Mando will have probably set up a lot of this stuff too right I, think I imagine the most that, part, yeah. I imagine that the Ahsoka show and the Mando show, it's going to be kind of like Avengers-esque, you know, like they're going to have, instead of having, you know, like there's the Captain America movies and then there's the Mandalorian and then, you know, Iron Man movies. So then now there's like the Ahsoka show and the Mando Mando show. And maybe there's going to be the Bad Batch stuff that was set up in the Bad Batch. You would Um, think. These are all going to come together in this new movie that Filoni is going to direct is going to be like the big tie-in spectacle. So like yes, I think a lot think of things right. set up in these these three shows are going to really come to a head in this movie. So like Ahsoka is probably just going to be occurring closest to this movie so like it'll have more of the setup for it. Well, what's interesting about the Ahsoka show is if you've seen the trailer, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. She says one thing that set me off mm-hmm. heir to the empire yeah when she said that i don't i don't care who you are as a, as a star wars fan i don't care that disney is looking at that and just saying it there's no way that they aren't setting up that storyline because apparently he's just, been apparently he's you, been talked to about it yeah if you're the just saying that, heir to the empire yeah. just to get some fan service in there you that's that would be a monumental botch in my opinion Mm -hmm. and now you can push forward with thrawn and you can push forward to that to the sequel trilogy era Mm -hmm. and you've got the cloning stuff happening right now in bad batch Mm -hmm. like they're, they're leading into that last episode of bad batch you sit there and you go wait a minute this is crazy I don't know if we want to talk about that yet, mm-hmm. but like the whole Omega stuff, right? The mm-hmm. whole working on the clones, the whole like season three for Bad Batch to me looks like it's got to be an uprising of the clones. Yeah. And probably how the Empire quashes that. Yeah, it'll be the end of the clones one way yeah. or the other, pretty much. So whether season three is the final season, which I think it kind of should be could be yeah like unless you have like season three and four is like a gigantic kind of like here's the conflict it's not as big as the clone wars obviously Mm -hmm. but this is the the behind the scenes kind of how the clones cease to exist Mm -hmm. and then moving forward to um like mando with all the dr pershing stuff and what's going on with the leaning into moff gideon not yeah. I, I I did think Mando may have botched this a little bit, but I'll I'll defer until the storyline plays out. Like the whole like captured Moff Gideon and Moff Gideon's already escaped. <laughs> like, yeah. like it just seemed to happen out of nowhere and nobody really paid any attention. But they're also kind of saying that this is something that the New Republic doesn't have a handle on. Mm-hmm. So there's that part of the storytelling which I find interesting. And then, like you mentioned, the Dave Filoni film and how it could interconnect the new republic and this era of mando to 
sequel trilogy and where we go forward with that because mm-hmm. it, it's oh like there's so much and then you have the star wars acolyte show yeah i think that's a show it's, yeah it's set in the high republic era like right at the end of the high republic era yeah and and that's like that is the high republic stuff isn't even anything we've touched on as far as yeah tv or anything no, it's, it's just, just books, books and comics yeah and I, i've i've read I've read one book. I, I have mm-hmm. to say, I've read one book, and I didn't, I didn't mind it. Yeah, I was like, I've read you know, part of its, one book. <laughs> I'm like, for its timeline, I'm I'm okay. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be very, very pro Jedi, and it should be. Mm-hmm. Well, I read that the acolyte is going to explore the emergence of the Sith. Yeah, so how that'll been, be nice. How yeah. they've been quiet and how they've infiltrated and leading into the Skywalker mm-hmm. era. So mm-hmm. like, that's that's important. That'll be, be cool too. I like, I and you know, I like the Sith. I yeah, think they're do. cool. So they're, it's going to be fun to see more of, of that side. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it's dark. I hope it's like rated, uh, whatever, well, for what adults was... like Mandal Mando is right. Like it's not a, a kids show. Like I don't think it should be. Like this is the dark side of the Force, right? Yes. They're going to be exploring, you know. Some, lots some of nasty things. stuff yeah lots of nasty stuff i yeah. think with when it comes to the accolade that absolutely should be a part of it and i i think it should have a dark tone mm-hmm. to differentiate itself from anything jedi related that we're seeing on tv mm-hmm. so like with the ahsoka show which ahsoka could be a little more on not the dark kind of edge of things because mm-hmm. Ahsoka is a character that is hope. Mm-hmm. Right? Like her her whole her whole character is resiliency and and surviving and the hope of a better time. So but she's also not a Jedi. Yeah. But or is she a Jedi? Like where does where does her story like there's so much storytelling for Dave Filoni to do. And, and like, it's so painfully obvious that Ahsoka is his baby mm-hmm. and he's going to do it right. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, I I'm so stoked to see that show because it could change. It could change everything. Like it, it could, could change. It I'm could change feeling it's direction. not though. You think so? I really don't Are think you they're going to. Because of an announcement of a movie. Uh... Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no. Uh, the Ray movie? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that also, like, even before I found out about the Ray movie, I, I was like, I don't think they're going to do it. Because they... Are doubling down a little bit. Yeah. And well, they're going to try and lay the, the foundations for it all to make sense one day. Right? Maybe I, it's going to take a decade. Right. Maybe it's going to take a decade. I but think you're after right. that decade, you're going to watch all these things in the right order. And it's going to be like, okay. Now I understand how somehow Palpatine returned, right? Well, and <laughs> I love that you bring that up. I, you know? they're, they're already laying the foundation. They are, right? Palpatine and you can see that. You can see that. So, that's like, good. But what I think they can yeah. do to fix the movies is do like a soft reboot with mm-hmm. Ahsoka show. Through mm-hmm. the world, through worlds. They're not going to, like, they'll explain maybe, maybe somehow luke returns <laughs> yeah with a like in the ahsoka show ahsoka or ezra or whoever it is changes something mm-hmm. that changes the future 
slightly. Maybe mm-hmm. Han doesn't die. And this is pure speculation on my part. I imagine Han would definitely die because Harrison Ford Eventually. doesn't want to come back. Yes. Yeah. But maybe Han doesn't die the way he did die. Mm-hmm. Maybe Luke doesn't die. Mm-hmm. And maybe Leia is the ultimate sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't die the way that she died in the films. It's just a small change, but enough to reset what happened. Maybe some of the stuff in the sequel. And, and again, I'm just spitballing. Mm-hmm. Maybe it sets Snoke up a little differently. Maybe it sets the Emperor up a little differently. And then we move forward into what Ray is doing. Mm-hmm. At 10 or 15 years past Rise of Skywalker for her setting up a whole new Jedi order because mm-hmm. I'll be the, I'll be honest if they're doing a movie where Rey is going to be the leader of the new Jedi and Luke isn't involved in it and somehow makes zero sense to me well he can be a force ghost still yeah he but... can, and you know so could Anakin so can Obi-Wan so yes. can Yoda so they can all sit there and guide Rey Yes, and like at the end would... of the Rise of Skywalker, like they all speak to her, right? And so she becomes all the Jedi. So yeah. she will have the advice and the knowledge and the wisdom of all of them at her disposal. I, disposal. I, I would yeah. just hope that it would make more sense than just that way that they introduced it. And and you and you could be absolutely right. It could be just things setting up to make it make sense. Mm-hmm. I think if there's little tiny changes. Like Luke doesn't just toss a lightsaber behind him after he talks about how valuable and, and important a weapon it is to a Jedi mm-hmm. and him just quitting on humanity because Kylo was kind of a dark kid. Like you, I think with the Ahsoka show, you can do subtle changes that fix that whether yeah. they do or not. I don't know, but I just it, like, for them to explore world between worlds, from what I see in that poster, mm-hmm. it would make no sense if they're not doing some sort of something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so, you're right. I mean, they do. If they're going to go there, they're going to be fixing something, or they're going to be changing something, they right? Have so, to. they have to. I mean, to. it's it's entirely possible. It's something that they set up within the show, so it's self-contained. Yeah. Yes. Not part of the. Uh, the overall, like they're not going to show up and like suddenly save Vader with some force healing <laughs> after he's, you know, redeemed himself. Yeah. He's oh, found wow. the light again after Return of the Jedi. Anakin's a Jedi master. Yeah. In the oh, movie. oh, here we go. Like little Grogu steps through and just puts his hands on, on Anakin and would, would it heals them all. Biggest... All of a sudden he's got his arms and his legs back. And he's... <laughs> <laughs> would it be the most travesty event ever if? They did this and they revived Anakin just to make him a master. <laughs> oh man, it would be awesome. I mean, I would love to see that because I just like Anakin, and I think it'd be great to see Hayden Christensen come back. And, I like, I think Hayden and... Christensen is a big part of Star Wars moving forward. Mm-hmm. Like I he hope has so. to be. He loves and, you it. Know, yeah, I want to see like I want to hear like the the Filoni approved and George Lucas approved like. Anakin explain why he went down the dark path that he did, right? Yeah. You know, I think that would be pretty cool. I think I think Star Wars needs to take a playbook or take a page out of the playbook of Marvel and do a what if. Yeah. Like just have a fun what if series 
You could have it in multiple seasons, just one little off shots. Like, what if Anakin beat Obi-Wan? Or, um, like, Star Wars Theory, who I have issues with here and there. Yeah. And by issues, I mean not not personally, not anything that he does. Just yep. some of the stuff that he talks about. Like, he had a fan theory on what if Anakin didn't burn. Like, he still lost the fight, lost his arms and legs, but he didn't. He didn't slide closer and closer to, to the fire and catch. Okay. And I was like, that's kind of interesting, actually, because well, it totally be changes pain. things. It does, because he's always in pain from his burns, right? Well, and like and that's like fueling his rage. Yeah. So like if he's, he's not... got to find the rage from a different path, which would be yeah. I lost my arms and legs to Obi Wan. Yeah. You can probably hang on to that for a little bit. <laughs> but mm-hmm. like, yeah, it, it. I think if they did a show like that where they explored those types of things. What if Obi-Wan never sacrificed himself at the Death Star? How mm-hmm. does that turn out? What if what if Luke never left to go save Han and Leia and Chewie mm-hmm. and 3PO? Or what All, if, like there's so many stories if, to tell. Yeah, what if uh what if he had a you know not lopped off Mace Windu's hand? Yeah. What, what if like what would have happened then to Anakin? Like what would happen to the galaxy if he had just let Windu kill Palpatine right then and there and Yeah. How yeah. does that story turn out? What if, like, I would figure at some point we're going to learn about Mace Windu's fate. Yeah. Like, it's, it, I don't care what anybody says. It's still open. Yeah, people want to know. Nobody like, saw, like. They're going to have to close it eventually. Like, yeah. And from what I understand, Samuel L. Jackson wants to do it. Yeah. Like. Maybe he'll be back in the Ahsoka show. <laughs> Maybe that's what they go back to do something. Save Mace Windu. But you could like, but yeah. even like, there's there's an opportunity. I think there's an opportunity to talk about, like, if you're going to do an Obi Wan season two, which apparently, not apparently, you and McGregor has openly said, I want to do another one. Mm-hmm. Like he loves he loves the character of Obi Wan. He wants to mm-hmm. do it. I think you could have a season two of Obi Wan. Where Obi-Wan doesn't need to face Vader at all. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan has to deal with an angry Mace Windu. Sure. A, venge- a vengeful Mace Windu. And Mace isn't the the villain. It's just Obi-Wan trying to calm him down because Mace is on Vader's radar. Mm-hmm. And you have Vader and Mace be the big fight. Mm. Yeah, that would be awesome. Right? I would and, and, and you that. don't and Vader knows nothing about Obi-Wan because mm-hmm. as and this is one of those kind of things I didn't like about the Obi-Wan show. Vader just stops on, well, he has on to. Obi-Wan. Like he the, just stops. Um, yeah. I the think am- you I think your feelings are conflicted. No, they're not. I'm good. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just such a stupid end to him chasing Obi-Wan. I actually thought it was great. I did because it was I, like because he I had know what to because he had to like show the emperor yeah. that he superseded Obi Wan in his priorities list, right? Or else the emperor will just off him. Like the emperor is always just trying to off Vader, right? Yes. He's always testing him to make sure that he can still be his apprentice, <laughs> right? It's like you've earned the right to still be my apprentice, and he tests him like monthly. It seems you know yeah. it's like. Gonna send this assassin after you. You're gonna put you in this predicament that I think you're gonna die in, right? He's always doing this debater. <laughs> um, because that's just the way, right? If you overcome like a power is the most important thing. 
So yeah, I guess like Vader would probably be like, okay, well maybe he might start doing that crap to me again, you know? And and while I agree with that, I thought in the show it just seems so quick. Yeah. Quick to get there. And yeah. and who knows what but you the know, timeline you, is yeah, from you him know recovering that, to where he is, right? But and, and I, you I, know that Vader's totally lying. He's like, okay, fine. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. He's totally lying. And then that's and that's what I want. Yeah. And so like maybe it's not an Obi-Wan Kenobi show then necessarily. It's a I don't know how you would what you would name it, but some sort of Tales of the Force, maybe, or something along that line. Yeah. And yeah. You have, I think it'd be awesome if you could have some episodes where the Emperor is testing Vader yeah. <laughs> and throwing him things. And then, like, I don't know, maybe somehow the, the Emperor manipulates Mace into getting caught by Vader. We see that confrontation. Because to me, the the logical conclusion to anything Mace, if he survived, is he gets killed by Vader. Yeah, then that's like it, what it everybody to wants to see too, yeah. I think. It just has right? to be. Or like the two best fighters go or, in. Or the Emperor kills him. Yeah. And it redeems himself in the eyes of fans as yeah, far as like I his. I would just love to see Vader and. It, it makes Mace, way more sense. Yeah. Mace meet each other. Like the back and forth between them before they fight, like him realizing that it's Anakin and like, just, you know, yes. And like, maybe Mace even like turns to the dark side in that fight. Right. Cause he has to tap into that for his fighting style. Yeah. Right. Because or at the very just, like, least it's as dark as, yeah. as Anakin and yeah. Anakin's and so a little bit darker. Right. And so like Mace just is like, throws down his hate for Anakin. He's like, I never trusted you, and I always knew you, right? And so, like, yeah, I think that would be an awesome fight. Oh, they need to tell these stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as other shows go, it looks like we're getting Tales of the Jedi again, season mm-hmm. two, which I'm mm-hmm. excited about. They haven't announced. I know for the first season, it was Ahsoka and it was um, Count Dooku, yeah. and I, I loved those stories. I they thought were they great. were awesome. Yeah, the Yaddle story too. Figure out what yes. happens to her. It's like, what happened to this person? But yeah, that's all these little. They can do this stuff forever. Yes, like they got so many yes. one-off episodes of stuff of stuff they could do. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, other shows that are are look to be coming. We've got apparently the Rogue Squadron isn't okay. kiboshed. Mm-hmm. It's not in development, but they're talking about it. Okay. So there is that. Um, so you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. I don't think okay. it, there's a chance with um, Cara Dune. <laughs> no. she gone. They dismissed her in the first episode of Mando. They certainly did. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there is the, uh, there's one other show. There's that... Skeleton Crew. Oh, yeah. Skeleton Crew. That's right. I, is Skeleton yep. Crew with Jude, Jude Law. Law. Yeah. And a bunch of kids. Okay. okay. I like so... Jude Law. It might that might be like the uh, beginning of a rebellion show or something. I it don't really be. know much else about it because it seems like it's going to be Jude Law and a bunch of kids. Yeah, and I have and no so, idea what the timeline is there. Me neither. But I imagine it's well, it's yeah. I what love Jude weird, Law though. What a weird group to be around. Maybe they're all like uh, force sensitive kids, maybe. right? Maybe it's set. I guess sequel time frame. 
who knows? Which would yeah, it, that could make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, I didn't I didn't uh catch when skeleton crew was gonna take place. Um there's a lot of hype around the other stuff. I think it's hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. there's there is um there's a kids show coming out for Disney Plus mm-hmm. that is focused on High Republic and Younglings. Okay. Um one of the funniest comments to this show coming out was somebody had said, spoiler alert, they all die. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, ooh, ooh, yikes. That's a good one. <laughs> I, like it made me smile. But I like these yeah. are these are other things like here I am, like I'm 43. I'd watch it because it's Star Wars. Yeah, for but sure. My, but my little Especially kids, if you got kids and yeah, something to like do with them. An opportunity yeah. for me to sit down and watch a show on Star Wars with my kids. Like I've got a three-year-old, I got a five-year-old, I got a seven-year-old. Mm-hmm. They'd sit and probably yeah. watch. You'll have something for an age group for sure. Um, right? Now, outside of that, there is the movies. Mm-hmm. And this is this is the big. These are yeah, big huge announcements. Okay, Should so, we start with the smallest one? The the fortieth anniversary of Return of the Jedi. Oh yeah. Coming that's back right. to theaters on April twenty eighth. I wonder how that's gonna play out. Like is it they said select theaters. Is that just gonna be a US thing? I don't know. I can't be though if they're announcing Probably not. in Europe. I bet you it's gonna be like a one day thing. If it comes back in theaters and it's out here, I'll go see it. Yeah, I might go see it. I'm going to make uh, Choco still hasn't watched any of the Star Wars movies yet, Ooh, so maybe yeah, I should get her, her to that. watch them. Make their watch them in order. You know what uh, you should do? We should do this for the podcast. Think about this. You get her to watch these movies, and then do a quick little interview with her afterwards. Yep. And her thoughts on the movies. Okay. And like Choco's thoughts what on did Star you, Wars. Yeah, what did you like, and what did you dislike <laughs> about the movies? <laughs> it could be heels funny. Mm-hmm. It could be mm-hmm. like, especially getting into the the uh, the prequels. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so yes, there is there is the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, which will be awesome. Oh, they've announced mm-hmm. too that they're doing those those books that they've been doing. Um, from a certain point of view. Okay. Yeah. Return of the Jedi is getting one. Hmm. Cool. I'm I'm pretty stoked because I like the little stories that they tell. They're just quick little short stories on mm-hmm. characters that aren't named Luke, Leia, Han, Chewie, yep. Vader, and Return had a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Ewoks. You yeah. you could get into stormtroopers, especially with Death Star Two. Yeah, Lando's wingman, that. Lando's wingman guy. We Admiral forgot to talk Akbar. about one show. What's that? The Lando show. Oh, I don't even remember even seeing anything on the news so, for that. There has been talk of Donald Glover reprising his role as Lando mm-hmm. and doing a show. Apparently, they're they're into talks on whether they're going to do this or not. A lot of people are kind of con- conflating this and saying that this isn't something that we need. Mm-hmm. And I don't disagree with that comment. No, I don't either. But at the same time, Donald Glover is amazing. If he's doing a fun show, and, and maybe you could, I don't know, maybe you can find a way to have Billy D involved where he's narrating stories mm-hmm. from his past. And boop, backflash to there's Lando doing some funny things. Like you could, that could be one of those shows that splits up an Andor 
and Bad Batch or an Andor and Ahsoka where you and yeah. I use this because this is what we have in front of us but that's one of those things those could be lighthearted funny stories mm-hmm. that are just like squash swashbuckling scoundrel kind of stories and then you you can punch in um what's what's the name of the guy that played on Aaron Aaron oh, Rick Aaron Eckert, yeah, or something. No, Aaron yeah, Rick or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, you could have, you could have him make appearances on the show. Yeah, for and sure. And Chewie, and then you yeah. could, you could maybe even get into the storytelling of Kira a little bit. I know, I know they've kind of wrapped up her story in the comics, which was interesting. oh, did they? To to an extent, okay. she lives, and yeah. she's a big reason why the rebellion wins. Okay. Low, low key, big reason. <laughs> hmm. If that makes any sense, I won't say anything else out of that. If you wanna, if you wanna find that story, just go and check out. You could, you could look up the comics. They're, they're okay. in there. Um, the I saw a panel where Kira's sitting in a pub or something, mm-hmm. and they're celebrating Palpatine's fall, mm. and she's just kind of sitting there all alone because she had to go into hiding. Mm. But uh, interesting. Um, okay, back to the movies. So, mm-hmm. Dave Filoni's movie. Yeah, the Mandoverse movie. Mandoverse to sequel movies timeline. Yeah. Uh, I, I like it because that I think you're right. That, that'll be that Avengers tie-in. Mm-hmm. Kind of complete that story. Yeah. And maybe, or continue it and push the narrative further. Yeah, it'll be the next phase, right? Yeah. Like that phase of, you know, the Emperor's return. Like maybe this is like going to culminate culminate in the the birth of snoke yes maybe right well and so thrawn maybe it like can't it's... though because snoke is snoke is alive during the rebellion and snoke is alive during the end of the clone wars okay then i'm really still confused about snoke i thought he was just cloned from the he was like one of the he, first versions of the emperor's clones yeah and maybe they, so they could practice that, on it because i know like reading in a lot of the like um there's a sith book that they came out with that kind of describes characters and things like that mm-hmm. and snoke is one of them and he it says that he was a he was alive as a clone during the end of that time and i think a lot of that is what they're so the bad batch Batch is going to be the birth of snoke then maybe or he's already there but he's a clone he's a young clone i that's that's where i it gets it like i iffy with me i don't know they did such a bad job with snoke in the sequel trilogy they really did yeah that it to fix that is i'm looking forward to seeing what that story is for good or for bad yeah for sure um, and then, of course, there's the Ray post Rise of Skywalker movie where she's rebuilding the Jedi Order, the new Jedi Order, or the whatever new it's Jedi called. Order. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't hate Daisy Ridley as Ray. No, I didn't either. I just thought they did a shit job of telling her or telling us how she got so powerful so quickly. Well, she's and just a Mary this, Sue. Yeah, right? just based she's, off yeah. of she's Palpatine's whatever kid, they call her granddaughter. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, come on. Like mm-hmm. the fact that she used force lightning in was that Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because she blows up the ship she thinks yeah. Chewie's on. 
the fact that she uses force lightning is just dumb. Mm-hmm. It's so dumb. You like from everything that we've been told, you can't tap into force lightning unless you are filled with hate. Oh, is that where? But you have to feel to get it. Yeah, it's not like a, oh, mm-hmm. there's good side force lightning. Like nobody, like Yoda never used good side force lightning. It's just not a thing. And so for her to use that just because she's Palpatine's granddaughter? Like, again, it was just to push the narrative. Yeah. It was a J.J. Abrams push. It was the foresh- foreshadow. Yeah, well, like... She is Palpatine's... We all... Yeah. Like, when you started pushing it that way, we were all, okay, I guess she's Palpatine's granddaughter. I I didn't like it because she wasn't full of hate. Mm-hmm. She was full of conflict. Mm-hmm. that's completely different but anyway so like I think they can tell good stories with Ray I think I think Daisy Ridley's extremely likable yeah she is and I'm 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 excited to see where they go with that story building the Jedi order build and and this is where like some interesting um extended universe stuff can come in mm-hmm. right like I, I don't know how you would do it, but continuing the solo lineage mm-hmm. got to be some way you could figure it out. Maybe, maybe Han when he went away, <laughs> maybe, maybe he got somebody pregnant mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're force sensitive or I don't know, like something, there's got to be something mm-hmm. because well, whether they want to push it or not, Ray is not a Skywalker. And so nope. the Skywalker lineage is dead. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's finished. So, and maybe they want to get away from Skywalkers. Unless Kylo had a kid. Unless Kylo had a kid. Yeah. Yep, that's the only other way. Mm-hmm. And he's a good looking dude. Who knows, maybe. <laughs> he's but, got the force. Yeah, I. so it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Um, Charmin Obiad Chinoy is going to be helming that as the director. Um, I, have you seen Miss Marvel? I have. I thought it was a fun show. Yeah, it was. I liked it. I, I did too. So I'm I'm excited to see where they go with that. Yeah. I just hope they don't make it too, too kid-friendly and yep. campy. Yeah. Yep. And I think maybe, or maybe it is coming out of the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Which might not necessarily be a bad thing, as long. But apparently, there is going to be conflict with people trying to take down the new Jedi Order. So, mm-hmm. whether that's yeah. whether that's new Sith, whether that is just Dark Force users, whatever the case may be, because if they're if it's a new Jedi Order, there's going to be lightsabers, going to be Force powers. Yeah, got to have a confrontation with somebody that is on your equal. Yeah, definitely. So maybe they're uh, like and then, gray Force users or something, right? That they've tried. Desperately to not have. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Who knows? There's got to be force users that are not just good or bad. They're just yeah. come to develop their powers on their own somehow, and they're morally ambiguous, and they just use their powers for their own ends all the time. You know who could be that? Um. Oh, what is his name? Benicio del Toro's character. Oh yeah. Like he could absolutely be somebody that has force powers, doesn't realize it, mm-hmm. and makes his own luck. Yeah. Like that would be an interesting kind of 
mm-hmm. maybe not his character, but somebody along that yeah, lines I know that what you does mean. that. And the only thing that, like, actually, now that I think about it, that I'm missing in all the announcements was Hondo in some capacity. Uh, yeah. we'll get I Hondo really somewhere. want to see Hondo soon. Every time there's mentions of pirates on Mando season three, I'm just I know I'm like Hondo, Hondo, <laughs> Hondo? <laughs> nope, a yeah. fucking garbage bag Oscar yep. the Grouch character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was awful. Um, and then finally, the third movie, which I am the most excited for. Yeah, James Van Gold, hilariously, it autocorrected to James Manholds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he is going to be doing a Star Wars movie set during the dawn of the Jedi time frame, twenty five thousand yeah. years before Skywalker. Yeah, but the origins of the Force. Take I read my yeah. money now. Yeah, this is going to like remove all the mystery. I think though, um, so they could really botch it. I hope they don't, because it's, I, I like, get if what it's you're ex- saying. Like if it's exploring the origins of the Force, like they better do a damn good job. And this I think kind of what all of Star Wars is fabricated upon, right? Yes, and I think I think James Mangold is. Like a lot of people are sitting there, he's only the director. From what I understand, mm-hmm. he's going to be writing a lot of this too. Mm-hmm. So, all you need to do is where I don't need to know secrets of the Force. I just need yep. to I need to know where the Force comes from, how mm-hmm. people harness the Force, mm-hmm. right? Like instead of just telling me, "Oh, Anakin's got twenty thousand midichlorians, mm-hmm. or whatever it is," right? Like. What, what the fuck is midichlorians yeah like they actually tell me what it is Mm -hmm. and maybe the wills are a part of this wills of the force or guardians of the wills or whatever maybe it even first lightsabers yeah or maybe it's the uh what's the thing behind the world between worlds like right that could that could be a relic from this yes time frame yes right and and I, I want to see. I want to see those. I want to see the first lightsabers in mm-hmm. in the comics, like in the Dawn of the Jedi comics or books. They're like they're lightsabers, but they're attached to like a power outlet that you have to wear as like a backpack. Okay. So like, I want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to see how they get away from that, mm-hmm. and and the schism that you could like that's. Now you're 25,000 years of storytelling that you can move mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. Now you can get into Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. And all of, oh my goodness. It, now we're set. Like Disney, mm-hmm. when they announced that, I was like, you got 25 years of storytelling right there. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, and that's kind of what this has become, huge. right? Like this is, this is going to be a story. Like if Disney gets their way, it is told for a couple of centuries. Yes. Right? Like, Star Wars is going to be longer lasting than any of us that enjoy it, right? And so they've got to start laying the foundations for centuries of storytelling. we got to figure out right? some way how we can prolong our lifespans. Yeah. <laughs> so we can keep in on this storytelling. Because, yeah. oh my goodness! <laughs> like, I, mm-hmm. I, I cannot tell you how excited I am to get this. Mm-hmm. And with the way that James Mangold told the Logan story... Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was one that I to me that's top three best superhero movies. Yeah. I like 
they told it perfectly. They, mm-hmm. I felt Logan's pain. Mm-hmm. Um, the death of uh, Professor X was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, ev- everything about, I have zero complaints about that movie. Mm-hmm. That I that I can think of, like I just mm-hmm. it, it was so awesome, and then him dying. Yeah, yeah, it was so, good. Like I I I love it, and to me, I, I kind of could leave it open to oh maybe Logan doesn't die. Yeah, they bury him and everything. This Logan, he's Wolverine. He's got healing. Yeah, like maybe <laughs> it just kicks back in. <laughs> yeah, like you no, know, he's not dead. He's just very very close to it. Mm-hmm. Like there's. That's what I love about it. I love about it. So, like, him, I think he's the right guy to do a movie like this. Because mm-hmm. you could tell, oh, there's so much to tell. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Out of out of all of this stuff, Matt, what, what is the one thing that sits out for you? I, I don't know. It's hard to pick. Like, actually, there's, so there's a lot of really great stuff. You know, I mean, I'm excited for all these different shows for like different reasons. Like the Ahsoka show is going to be like the live action kind of end to Rebels, right? Or it's going to set up the next phase of the Rebels TV show, right? They kind of went here and then Thrawn disappears and Ezra disappears and Sabine and Ahsoka, like they just kind of put those plans on hiatus. And now all of a sudden it's like, I don't know how many years, 20 years later. And now they're all coming back. Yeah. And, um, but then that's going to be built on in the, the Mandoverse movie, which I think I'm actually really excited for probably the most. The Mandoverse uh, movie? Yeah, because I it will has have so watched, much potential. it does. I, and I will have watched all the media leading up to it. So everything's going to make sense to me. I'm going to know who yeah. that guy is. I'm going to know what that ship is. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to understand the conflict that's been brought back. I'm going to, you know, so it's going to be like the Avengers style event where, you know, all the, the characters that we like come together in a, in a huge, a huge event that's going to set off like the phase two of the new Republic era yeah. storytelling. Right. I think so uh, I'm excited for that one. I think the most because, and I, and I, the reason why I'm excited for that one the most is because I want them to to do the sequel trilogy, make them make sense. Justice. So if they can do that and do 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 it well, then yeah, I'm. That's what my hopes are. I'm not because really... that's where the storytelling <laughs> moves forward, right? Like yeah, Ray's Ray's movie, and they didn't announce it as a trilogy or anything nope. like that. I think you can still get away with doing trilogies. I think they can too. But I just think, I think they Disney need is to extremely yeah. afraid of announcing trilogies right now. And they yeah, should be. Definitely. Should be. Because now I think they're they're probably going to be more cautious and they're going to start probing and they say, okay, well, how well did this movie do? Okay, is this deserving of a sequel? Right? Do we think that we have enough to make a trilogy then? Then we'll make it. Right. But yep. these might be standalone stories that have the potential to be built on and turned into trilogies. I think that's what they're all going to do with these is like, they're going to, they're going to solve a major, they're going to solve a major problem, but they're going to show that that major problem was actually kicked off by some other problem that they didn't resolve in that movie. And so that'll lead into a sequel and a, a sequel sequel. Well, and like, if you look at it from the original trilogy kind of ideology, right? Like, George Lucas created Star Wars, but he had stories well past. 
Oh, yeah. Hope. But he had no idea whether it was going to take off or not. It mm-hmm. did. He built Return or uh, Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. and then built off of it with Return of the Jedi. It was the perfect way. Like, he, he didn't announce that, oh, I've got a trilogy of movies. No. Here it comes. No. And when That's, the originals, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I, I get it when they did the prequel trilogies, it was going to come down to that. But Lucas had a plan. Here's the beginning, here's the middle, here's the end. Like, the sequel trilogies was Disney's like, ah, let's cash in on yeah, Star Yeah, we're going to do another trilogy. Here comes trilogy. And everybody was like, oh, awesome. And then they had no idea what the middle, beginning, and end were. Yeah, and apparently, like, for the the original, A New Hope, there wasn't even a crawl. Uh, yeah. The original, when it yeah. came out in the theater. Yeah. That was added later. Because then it was like, okay, well, we are going to make this into a trilogy. And so yep. they added that crawl later. That wasn't part of the original. I think it might have been original in Empire Strikes Back, though. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It, it was a part of that, yeah, for sure. Lots of Star Wars content to be excited for. I, I can't I can't wait to dig through it all. It's mm-hmm. gonna be amazing when it comes. Um I think when we when we return next week, we'll start in on the Mando. Sounds good. Um and then Yeah, we'll, there won't be anywhere near enough news, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything's pumped out now. We'll be so, good. Yeah. Like we'll have our sections where we'll 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 kind of have some fun top five kind of thing and mm-hmm. all that but uh that's what we'll we'll come back with next week is we'll start into mando just because it's happening right now mm-hmm. and it, it's exciting because there is a lot in mandalorian that um is to be excited for i i really like where they could go with the moff gideon stuff yeah i've liked what we've oh, seen yeah. on coruscant yeah and like even in like the opening uh, helmet flashing thing for the Star Wars. Yeah, uh, they added a red Mandalorian helmet in I there. S- I saw that. Yeah, and like all the red ones are supposed to be bad guys. So is maybe that... Moff Gideon is a Mandalorian. Maybe that defected to the Empire, right? So he's a Mandalorian Imperial. So maybe he, which would make sense is... because we it know would that make that sense because he won the Saxon. the dark. Yeah, and he won the dark saber. Yep, from Vokatan. So like he's got to be a good fighter. Right. Oh, there's lust. I love it. I love it. Speculation. It's good yeah. times. Um, that'll do it for us this week on the podcast. Um, got anything else you want to throw in there before we take off? No, I thought uh, this was a great uh, weekend. If you're ex- if you like Star Wars, lots to cool. get excited about. Um, I really like the. Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? My favorite thing that came out of this this whole thing, like as much as all the movies, is actually like the way that they laid out the eras. I don't know why, but I thought that was just a great way to start doing it now because um, they're all going to have like their self-contained stories sort of, you know, and it doesn't, it doesn't all need to lead into something. No. And they're all, they're all actually take place in different time periods, right? Like all sorts of different kinds of conflicts and problems are going on in those different eras. So I think it's, it's, it's nice that they've kind of fleshed that out and, and I've started using, they're going to use that to, uh, progress into the future with their storytelling which makes a whole lot of sense and is way more to what the the books and the comics were kind of tied into right like if you look mm-hmm. at a lot of the extended universe books it was like there was the here's the prequel trilogy era here's mm-hmm. the original trilogy era here is now the i guess it wasn't called the extended universe legends mm-hmm. whatever 
Oh, it's called Legends now, but mm-hmm. the extended universe era where it went forward. Cade Skywalker, Ben Skywalker, like all those characters that came out and. I like there was I can't remember which guy Jason Skywalker I think ends okay. up turning to the dark side like yeah and he's or Jason Solo sorry my bad okay like, he yeah. turns to the dark side and ends up becoming a Sith Lord and like all the like moving forward they had it set in time frames and mm-hmm. it was weird that when Disney purchased they were just like boop throw darts at a board Star Wars stories yeah and now they're like okay now we've got a plan now we move forward with that plan here's stories that'll be told throughout these eras that we're now establishing which i think is is a great idea makes the most Mm -hmm. sense for sure Mm -hmm. yeah can't wait Mm -hmm. but there we go i love it that's it for us on pod racers we'll see you again next week matt have a great weekend bud yeah you too stay safe and watch star wars (laughs) 